0: Welcome to Sports Connection. I'm Darren Joins, Williamson County Schools Athletic Director. And as our audience already knows, this show is otherworldly. And my co-host Tate Matthews is also out of this world. Tate, welcome back to the show. We're back to Zoom. What's been going on this past week? Well,
1: thank you. Appreciate it. I believe the last time uh, we did Zoom, it was otherworldly as well. So coming from you from um, a non-disclosed location, but as you know, the show must go on. So Sports Connection, you know, we're live every week. We don't miss. So glad to be here. What's going on? Hey,
0: real quick, what'd you
1: think about the Masters?
0: Well, I thought it was uh I thought the the level of play was maybe a little disappointing on Sunday. Nobody made a big charge, but uh, uh, good for Japan, good for Hideki. Uh, I thought that was, that was pretty exciting, pretty fun there. Yeah, he, he seemed like a guy I could cheer for. I liked the way he handled himself. Yeah, and I liked, you know, it, it's interesting, uh, you know, not that this is what the viewers are wanting to hear, but uh, I was fortunate enough of several years ago when I was at Beach High School – to travel to Japan as part of a school trip. My wife and I uh, went on a trip with some students there from Beach in Hendersonville. We had a sister school in Katsura, Japan. And uh, his personality, his humility, uh, I recognize that from that trip we were on. Very much, it's about the team, it's about other people. And I could definitely see that uh, through his interpreter, obviously. The other thing is this, and I would bet money on this. I can assure you, his English speaking skills are way better than ours would be speaking another language. But what happens a lot of times, uh, again, it goes back to that humility and confidence. I'm gonna guess that he maybe feels a little shy about speaking English, but you noticed in the interview, he understood the questions. Right, yeah. So I thought that was interesting. I bet his English is like way better than our uh, uh, Spanish. I had two years of Spanish At the college level, and I couldn't hardly tell you anything right now. Rojo, I do know Pig Latin though. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. That's impressive. I don't know if that counts.
1: Man of many talents.
0: (laughs) All right, Tate. Let's talk about this before we get to some to some scores. I was very excited to be invited to the Anchors Away showcase yesterday. uh, At the taping of the show, it was yesterday at Franklin High School. Uh, showcasing some talented cheerleaders. Shannon Friend, the coach at Franklin High School, organized the event. Coach Hankins at Summit's going to also have a cheerleading combine that I know uh, you're a part of there with Matthew's Team Sport and Adidas in terms of sponsoring that. Uh, the point is this. I always say some, some good things came out of COVID. Uh, the bad news was TWSWA and really the governor's office, not TWSWA, said, hey, cheerleaders – can't be at the games. As a result of that, coaches like Shannon uh, at, out there at uh, Franklin, Coach Hankins out there at Summit, they said, hey, how can we showcase some of these talented cheerleaders? And these events came about. And I'm going to tell you, Tate, we ought to keep them going forward because they're great events.
1: I agree. I was going to say that. And I think they will. I, You know, I think that... Um, You know, there's a lot of work that goes into it, but it's always more the first time you do it, right? Now we've got the blueprint, and we know what we want to change and what we want to keep, and I agree with you, man. I think it's a great event. I think it was very beneficial, and I think it's something that we will see in the years to come. And as we know, you know, we've got a lot of really good uh, cheerleaders, a lot of athletic young ladies participating in it. A lot of them go on to college to uh, continue their cheer career. So uh, I, I think it's something that will do nothing but grow.
0: Well, and, you know, you look back at our uh, Miss Kirby out there from Summit last year, who was our cheerleader of the year at the Wilco's. That's an athlete, right? Yes. Uh, uh, Cheers at MTSU now. So uh, very much, I think the days of folks saying, oh, isn't that neat? They're over there cheering on them. These are very athletic young ladies and young men who are also involved in cheerleading. No doubt about it. Just go
1: watch them the competition's here go watch that you'll you'll figure out pretty quick how many how many guys on the football team basketball team wrestling team baseball team can do a backhand spring i can tell you not very many.
0: i know skylar coffee
1: guy yeah well and he is a freak he's a unicorn so there you go how many skylar coffees you got running around
0: (laughs) not many not many Hey, let's talk about this. This was exciting, too. The Middle Tennessee Wrestling Officials Association came up with their dream team. Uh, we had three young men recognized from Summit, Jackson Masters from Page, Mitchell Lambert, Alex Abels from Centennial, and then the Ralph Brewer Award for Coach of the Year, Bubba Derrick from Fairview High School. Tate, I don't know if uh, we were able to find that research, but I'm assuming Ralph Brewer, since it's an Officials Award, probably had some kind of connection Uh, with wrestling officiating at some point in time yeah
1: I would think so I wasn't able to get it but uh, I will have it for next week but really cool man bottom line is that's who it's named after it's for the coach of the year you know and we've talked a lot about it but coach Derek was a wrestler grew up a wrestler you know was uh wrestling's in his blood and so I know There's been a lot of honors this year. The state championship, obviously, you can't top that. But to be awarded the coach of the year, I know he – I know everybody's very excited when they win, and I guarantee you he was very humbled, very appreciative, and meant a lot to him. I just – I'm glad because it's well-deserved. And, again, it's a guy who truly, truly appreciated it.
0: Well, and you know, it's interesting how when you talk about these postseason awards – if know, I read this about Magic Johnson who I know you're a fan of by the way Tate Matthews yes. uh, he said he said it's he said it's interesting I said share this quote with guys on my teams it's interesting when you focus on the team individual accomplishments and awards naturally follow that's a great quote by the way great quote
1: and it's a team sport right so Why wouldn't that be the way that it happens?
0: And yes, magic, very wise man. Hey, let's talk about this. This is exciting. This is coming up this week, Uh, college football commitment. And it's big because these are great players, but it's also big because they're, I'm assuming going to commit together. Destin and Keaton Wade of Summit making their football commitment later on this week. It's down to Tennessee, Kentucky, Louisville, and Virginia. I'm going to guess, honestly, it's down to Kentucky and Tennessee would be my guess. And, Tate, listen, I got a feeling we're both hoping something a little bit different. I'm wanting Big Blue. I got a feeling you're wanting Big Orange. BBN, Big Blue Nation versus the Big Orange Nation. Uh, I agree.
1: I think it's down to those two. I think you're probably going to be a little happier than I am, but that's okay. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Mike Stoops fan, not Mike. What's his name? Uh, what's the younger one's name?
0: Well, Mark Stoops. Mike's the brother. Billy,
1: Billy Stoops. Oh, Mark Stoops. Yeah, got it. Mark Stoops. Excuse me. I'm just kidding. I'm a Mark Stoops fan, but um, you know, I think this is pretty cool. Obviously we've had some big time uh, signees, right? You know, Van Jefferson was a big deal. And then not only just in the county, but in the mid state, we've had some big time signees. I don't ever remember having two, a, a, a pair of twins, a set of twins. They're both power five guys. As, you know, uh, it's either going to be SEC or, or, or ACC, right, it looks like. So I don't ever remember anything like this. This is pretty neat, man. You know, this is a big, big signing or, or a big, big announcement of where they're committing to. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited to see where it lands. I think it's a, it's a Kentucky-Tennessee race. Uh, I think Kentucky's in the lead right now coming on the back stretch. But being the horse racing fan that you are, a lot can happen on the backstretch.
0: Well, even after you commit, right? Although I, I feel pretty strongly that unless something happens with coaching changes and that kind of thing, that uh, the Wade's, once they commit, they're probably going to stick with that. But again, things can happen. Uh, you know, and something else I wanted to point out, and I appreciate this about him, and it's true of some other coaches too, but Coach Coleman I've been talking to Coach Coleman, He's and this was even two weeks ago. He's wanting to make sure he's got the proper backdrops out there, with the proper logos on it. Hey, he does a good job of more than just being on the field coaching. does a great job. Or he did a great job with that ring uh, uh, ceremony out there uh, with uh, uh, the good folks at Balfour and Josh Houston, uh, obviously. Uh, uh, and he did like me. You know, Coach Coleman said, Let's get the biggest ring available, please. I want to make sure. I think he, if he could have, he would have had one that like stretched over two or three fingers. Which I get it, man. I'd do that too. Yeah, no doubt about it. He does a great job with
1: it, and it's it's been fun to watch him grow. I, I would think it's probably like your early days at Peach. But when he got to Summit, he'd only been a head football coach one year at Forest, and he was just trying to learn how to run the club, right? How to how to coach football and. And now what he does is he runs a program and it's one of the best programs in the state. And, and it's been fun to watch him grow as a head coach. Cause that's, that's, you know, that's what he's doing now. He's running a program and you're right. He doesn't miss any piece of the branding part. Uh, I know the former athletic director loves that. The current athletic director loves that. And uh, he learned from two of the best without a doubt, but that's going to be a fun thing. Where do you think Josh Houston wants the boys to go, the twins to go?
0: I would say uh, the University of Tennessee, but uh, I'm hoping you and old Josh end up disappointed. <laughs> Good chance. Hey, uh, Tate, something else that was announced this week, we were sad to lose Coach Miles Thrash as the girls coach out at Brentwood High School, did a great job out there, uh, but being replaced by assistant coach Marcel Williams, which by the way, Tate, 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 not Tate's, there's only one of them, leads us to this week's gym. Coach Williams played his last year of high school basketball at a Coley High School in Florida for Coach Greg Shirley, not only of WCS but more specifically of Brentwood High School. That's a heck of a gem, now, Tate.
1: That is a gem. That's up there. That's top. That's top ten for sure. Is that why he's here? Do we know that, or is that just coincidence?
0: Did Coach Shirley know him and recommended him, or? You know, I'm not sure about that. Uh, I do know he was at Austin P. from 2007 to 11. So I'm sure being in the area, uh, that was part of it. Uh, Certainly, I wouldn't think that Coach Shirley connection hurt him uh, because I noticed in the article in the paper that uh, that was talked about. Uh, Coach Shirley was asked some questions about him. So that relationship, I'm sure, uh, wasn't something that was seen as a negative, but only a positive.
1: Yeah, without a doubt. And Coach, Coach Blair and Mr. Cadell took all of about, what, five minutes. They knew what they were going to do. And so congratulations to him. And Hey, man, I was looking at it this weekend. Uh, Coach, Coach uh, Thrash, 98 wins in four years. That's a heck of a run right there.
0: Yeah, Big we, shoes to fill, but I think he's up to it. Yeah, we hate to lose him. Uh, you know, the thing we got to do, and you know me, Tate, I'm obviously very pro WCS. Uh, uh, I want our schools to succeed more than any schools. But, you know, you got to also have a human side too. And and just understand, uh, sometimes people make decisions for their families, whatever that decision uh, is based on. But uh, I respect that. I talked to Coach Thrash. Uh, again, great relationship with him. And who knows, maybe we can get him back here uh, at one time uh, or, or later on down the line. But certainly he did a great job there replacing a legend, Coach Ronnie Sigenthaler. No doubt. Well said. Hey, let's talk a little baseball. Starting to shape up. Uh, Ravenwood still six and zero undefeated. Summit seven and one. Brentwood five and one. Independence five and three. From there, no one has more than three wins. So I think that top four is looking pretty solid. Here's one thing I would tell you though: Ravenwood, again, great start for Coach Bourne and Ravenwood, but they still have series against. Brentwood, Independence, and Summit. So they haven't played uh, any of the other three top four teams. So there's a lot to really be said with what's going to happen, uh, but certainly a great start there for Coach Bourne and Ravenwood.
1: Yeah, agreed. And, and you know, the Summit and Brentwood split, you're seeing a lot of that. So um, you got to think they, they haven't faced their toughest competition yet. But got a nice win against Mount Juliet, who – Mount Juliet's ranked in the top ten in the mid-state now. For what that's worth, they're ranked in the top ten in the mid-state right now. Bottom line is that's a really good win. Uh, he went down to his alma mater, or they came up uh, against his alma mater, Marshall County, always a power in Double A. No one's gonna knows that, and got some nice wins, some nice quality wins. Yeah, I'm very interested. We'll know. I'll know where, or we will know where they are after they see Brentwood at Summit. But definitely a three-man race right now and independence like we thought is going to be that fourth team who can make some noise, but it's starting to shuffle out exactly like we thought it would.
0: Well, speaking of Ravenwood, and I know you mentioned this last week about the number of runs they're scoring. They had a 12-4 win over Centennial uh, last week. They had a seven-run third inning. Ben Severance goes three for four with three RBIs. Blake Bevis with a home run. Centennial, Ben Brown, Jason Bennett, Jack Scully all with two hits, but Uh, Again, that's something you had mentioned, that Ravenwood offense, pretty tough to deal with.
1: Pretty tough to deal with, you know. And if you're, especially as we mentioned in those series, if you're not throwing your number one guy, uh, you know, there's a lot of parity now in in the arms. Uh, You're not throwing your number one guy when you get up against Ravenwood. They could, you know, you start putting
0: two double digits on the total runs scored, you're gonna win a lot of games. <laughs> no doubt about that. Hey, let's talk about the opposite. Tate, how about Will Tobin for independence? How about that outing he had?
1: He um, he's had several big outings, but yes, the one he just had was very impressive. And and I believe, uh, is this correct? Is he is, is this his first year on the mound as a starting pitcher? He goes out and throws a no-hitter, nine strikeouts, one walk over seven innings. Stud.
0: Well, and at the plate too. Hey, uh, Will, if you don't mind, uh, uh, let's throw a no-hitter, and then why don't you turn around and go one for three and score the only run of the game? Uh, Cooper Hargrove going to drive you in. If you don't mind, Will, can you take care of that? Uh, sure, Coach. No problem. Uh, yeah. I'll do that. That's a pretty impressive night for Will.
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna channel my inner uh, Robert Hassel and go out there and take care of that for you, Coach.
0: <laughs> you know, an interesting stat about Hassel. I think we might have talked about this last year. Never got to do this. Is his uh, final year? Hassel led off every season with a home run. His freshman year, his sophomore year, his junior year, he hits leadoff off and hits a home run to start the season. That would have been a good gem. That's kind of a that's kind of a next level gem right there. It's a bonus gem. subscribers only, premium content. (laughs) Hey, Franklin High School, uh, I know Coach Whidbey and uh, Franklin, uh, he's been talking about, hey, we're right there. They go out and get a big 7-2 win over Page. They had 11 hits, uh, two hits apiece for Joseph Water, Carson uh, Garner, Noah Yamas, Alex Eisenbeck, Waters and Daniel Sherman, both drive in two runs each on the Page side, Easton Snyder, one for two, scored two runs, so that was a big win for Franklin. Page did turn around and win the second game four to three, but uh, good for Coach Whidbey and Franklin to get off the snide, so to speak.
1: Yeah, seems like the the recipe for pay uh, for Franklin to win their games is going to be the bats, and, and the games that they score, you know, over four, five, six runs, they got a really good chance. The low score ones don't seem to be going their way, and but when they are, like you mentioned, the 11 hits, uh, when they get – when the bats are hot, they're hot. And then that second win by Page, uh, Coach Root and them really needed that one. That was a big win um, in that second game of that series.
0: one's with a 4-3 win in 10 innings over Community. They sweep the series. Uh, they also had an 11-0 win. Ethan McElvain with a one-hitter in that game, 13 strikeouts. Eric Harper, Ethan Siling and McElvain all had doubles. Uh, Derek Stamen gets the win uh, in the second game versus Community. Summit with the 10-6 win over Spring Hill. They get the sweep after, oh, by the way, uh, I I meant to say they swept Independence. We were talking about this game last week being a big deal. In game two of that series, a 13-inning win for Summit, 2-1. to Uh, Drew Plummer, Austin Kincaid, Garrett Sims all had two hits. Alex Runk, for RBIs. That was the Spring Hill game. But I did want to mention that Independence game, because we talked about it last week. That really inches Coach Kirby and Summit really out ahead of Independence because they beat them twice. That's right.
1: And they've already played Brentwood, too. So, yes, uh, I think they really have the nod right now. I think they sit the best right now um, because, like you mentioned, they've played two of their tougher series of the season so far. So, hey, and I want to make sure McIlvain, you you mentioned that one hitter Monday against Community. That's the eight. There's something to Mondays in him. That's the second straight Monday one hitter he's thrown. Uh, 13 strikeouts against Community. The Monday before he threw a one hitter against Marshall County, I think he had 18 strikeouts. So, Monday's not a good day to face McIlvain.
0: Coach Hudson, uh, make sure you get that schedule right, get the teams you want to beat on Monday and send him out to the Hill. Uh,
1: listen,
0: <laughs> I got this. <laughs> hey, listen, uh, I don't want to put any pressure. I know our good friends out at Summit, Coach Kirby and Coach Coleman, I know he watches every week, so he'll probably be relaying this. But I know we keep talking Summit, Brentwood. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm thinking it's old Sparty right now. I, I know there's a lot of baseball to be played. Uh, Coach Bourne in Ravenwood would be disappointed to hear me say that, I believe. But. Is that Coach Coleman calling you right now? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what's going on. Maybe maybe a, a, you got a cell tower paying out there where you're, where you're located. I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> I'm FaceTiming him. You just can't see it. <laughs> hey, But I'm feeling, I'm telling you, I'm feeling Summit uh, to win the league. Well, it's hard to go against Coach Curb. I'm
1: usually the guy that picks Coach Curb. But I'm telling you now, Brentwood, if you talk to the coaches, if you talk to the coaches off the record, they tell you they think it's a Brentwood Summit race. So they would be with you, um, Director of Athletics. But I'm telling you, I really like what Coach Bourne's got going on at Wilson Pike. And I think that, yes, they still have series with the big three. But I think they got something special going on. So I'm leaning towards the Raptors. But betting against Coach Kirby, that's not usually a
0: very good idea. But uh, uh, I I like the Raptors. Well, you know, Coach Kirby, uh, you'll get him all fired up. He'll be uh, uh, motivated. And a motivated and shunned and scorned Coach Kirby is not a good thing now. That's right. And Miss Kirby
1: will be mad, too.
0: Miss <laughs> Kirby. But that's okay. Let's talk Fairview. Fairview playing some pretty good baseball. 14-5 win over McEwen. Uh, they were coming off an 11-1 loss to Nolansville, but Peyton Cuse gets the uh, win out there on the hill for Fairviews. Zach Lampley goes four for four uh, with three runs scored, a couple RBIs. Hunter Davis, Eli Hall with three hits apiece. Lane Howe, Morgan Jean, with two hits, playing some pretty good baseball at Fairview, too. Yep, nice bats. And talk about
1: maximizing maximizing your opportunities. You know, that's one thing about baseball. You're only going to get so many bats at-bats. You're only going to get so many touches in the field. Zach Lampley definitely maximized. He made the most of his opportunities the other day.
0: Nico Gregali, you know, he's, it's, it's interesting. Coach is in year two, but he's really kind of in year one. Correct. Because <laughs> – of the two-game season last year, yeah, that's it. So uh, <laughs> I've talked to him, you know, quite a bit. He's doing a good job. I think that's been a great hire for Fairview.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's brought a lot of enthusiasm to the program. And if we have an all-name team, he's got to be the front runner right now. That's just a that's a good baseball name, man.
0: It just kind of just rolled off my. Tongue. It just rolled off. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, let's talk a little bit of softball. Uh, Ravenwood gets a 2-1 win over Page. Avery Westmer, we keep hearing that name. She throws a two-hitter. She also went three for three from the plate with an RBI. Big game for her. And Franklin, I'm telling you now, Coach Whidbey, they're doing a good job out there. 3-2 win over Summit in eight innings. But then Coach Serban, who's doing a good job at Centennial, they beat Franklin 4-3. They also had a 9-7 win over Lebanon. Michaela Cox with a game-winning home run. The first of her career so Franklin and Centennial you've been talking about the parody in softball I think a lot of that has to do with the play of Franklin and Centennial
1: no doubt about it they've both really upped their level and so happy for what coach Serban doing over at Centennial we've talked about it they needed some stability so much turnover in the past decade right you need you need somebody to be there for three four years in a row and you're starting to see uh, the fruits of his labor pay off. And and then you talk about Coach Whidbey and the Lady Admirals sitting there at number two. I don't think a lot of people saw that, but that's uh, they're playing really, really well. And then all you need to know is Franklin gets the win over Summit. That just shows you how even these teams are because softball is not like baseball. It's not like you. Uh, well, maybe we weren't facing their one or two pitcher. You know, they're all getting their best shot of each of them every game. So, a lot of parity. A little bit worrisome about Dixon County sitting there at 5-0. Uh, they might be pretty good this year. You, you hear the other coaches talk about them. They think they are. But, you know, I uh, would like to see that gap close a little bit. They're they're starting to extend the lead.
0: Fairview and Coach Jones with an 11-1 win over Overton. Freshman Addie Sullivan with her first career home run. Nolensville playing well. 7-1 win over Hume Fogg. 4-0 over Father Ryan. Avery Patton with the wins. Paige Dickinson, who's been hitting the ball great for Nolensville. Uh, a couple of RBIs in the Hume Fogg wins. So those are a couple of teams that had some nice wins this past week. Let's talk a little soccer. I always like to see somebody hitting their first home run. Go ahead. Let's talk a little soccer. Uh, Brentwood continuing to roll, 7-1 win over, excuse me, 7-0 win over Summit, Ollie Joyner keeps playing well for them, three goals to assist, Grant Cho, Cooper Bailey, Ryan Hayes, Connor Greer all with goals, Logan Stagall with another shutout, and here's one that got my attention, Tate, Franklin 8-0 over Hendersonville, let's don't act like Hendersonville is not a mid-state power, Shun Watkasuki Four goals and an assist for Franklin. Franklin, listen, one of the things that the soccer novices would say, hey, we need more goal scoring. I don't understand the game. Well, if you don't know what's going on in soccer, go watch Franklin. They've scored 25 goals in four games. Pretty good start for Coach Burgoyne and Franklin.
1: No doubt. And Brentwood and Franklin are, they are there. It's a two horse race right now. You mentioned those 25 goals in four games. That's the equivalency. I mean, that's that's the equivalent of scoring 50 points a game in football, uh, averaging 85 points a game in basketball. That is that is run and gun, uh, whatever you want to call it, man. That's that's big-time offense. And You mentioned Shun and, and then also Shun, also Ollie. You score three goals and two assists in a game, and that's against Summit. That's an 11-triple-A opponent. Uh, Four goals and assist against Hendersonville. Now, Coach Plummer's not there anymore. Coach Jones,
0: right? That's, that's right. Still one of
1: the top men's state programs, and I mean that's that's like scoring four or five touchdowns in a game. That's like hitting six threes. That's big time.
0: Well, those were big shoes to fill, uh, Coach Plummer leaving. Uh, but I'm assuming that that Hendersonville program hadn't totally bottomed out since he left. I know Station Camp has stepped up over there in that District Beach. Uh, also done well over there in Sumner County. Hey, let's finish this thing up. we got a little track and tennis to talk. Uh, the Wilco Championships in track. Brentwood's girls uh, with the win, but just barely over Nolansville, 108.5. Ravenwood finishes third. Franklin fourth. Indy fifth. Fairview sixth. Page seven. Summit eighth. Centennial ninth. A couple of Highlights. Anaya Midget from Nolensville, she wins the 100. She finishes runner-up to the winner of the 200, uh, Elisa Arcava. They kind of switched. Arcava wins the 200. Midget's the runner-up. Midget wins the 100. Arcava is the runner-up. And, oh, by the way, Anaya, go out and win the long jump and triple jump if you don't mind. And she did. Strong. So I lot like uh... – we're seeing that a lot, right,
1: this year. The, the, the jumpers, um, there's obviously something that translates with those and the sprinters, right? We've seen a lot of that um, so far this year. So, yeah, you go out and you, you get second in, the, in, the, in, in one and win the other one, and then you go out and win the jumps. Explosive, fast twitch, pretty neat. Um, and that's, you know, we, we talked about that. That's what's been cool. We've always dominated the middle to long distances here in Williamson County, but now we've got some explosive athletes on the ladies and the men's side Uh, competing and winning the 100 and 200. We're winning the jumps. Um, You know, this – we're going to make a lot of noise in the track and field world this year when uh, it gets to Murfreesboro for sure.
0: Leah Walters wins the 800 and 1600 from Page. Brentwood wins – three of the four relays on the boys' and girls' side. Uh, They win all but the 200 on the girls' side. Ravenwood wins that. On the boys' side, uh, they finished second in the four by 100. Boys' results, Franklin first, Nolensville second, Brentwood third, then Ravenwood four, Indy six, Fairview seven, page nine, Summit 10, Centennial 11. Now, nothing against Nolensville and Franklin. But, uh, Tate, I don't know if you know this, didn't get to talk to Coach Brock or Coach Fedoris. Not, did, did Brentwood have all their competitors there? Uh, because uh, them, you know, just barely skating by in the girls and finishing third in boys, that definitely got my attention. Me too. Uh,
1: I did not talk to them about it, but there's, I would be very surprised if they had their full lineup there. Sounds yeah, to me like they let some other people, some younger runners run probably.
0: Which totally makes sense. Right. Uh, Lance, pa- Lance Powell of Nolensville. Hey, they're, they're building a pretty nice little track program out there at Nolensville. They sure are. Uh, 100 meters and the triple jump on the boys' side, so a great event for him. Again, the Wilco Championships out at Nolensville this past week.
1: Yep, great event. Um, oh, you know that's the neat thing about track. You well a lot of our sports, but you don't have to go very far to get some good competition in the track meets. And now we've had the Hartman relays where most of our guys were. Uh, you had the 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 the, the, the Williams County uh, the Raptor Invitational that they had, and then uh, the Willco Championships over here at Nolensville. So uh, very fun to watch them all compete. That's the good thing about it. You know you do well there. You got a pretty good chance to do well at the state at the state track meet. But to your point, Nolensville is building a very nice track program.
0: Finally, let's talk a little tennis. Uh, Franklin, boys and girls, with a sweep over Centennial, 9-0. On the girls' side, Uh, 7-2. For the boys, they both clinch spots in the district postseason. Also, uh, something that stood out to me to to show you that Franklin's got a legit team. They get a 5-4 win, over Brentwood, uh, which was a big win, uh, La- Lisa Messier, Elabar, Sophia Messier, Lucy Shantz, all with wins and singles, uh, and the win of and the team of Messier and Marietta on the girls doubles to get that five-four win. Hey, that's a pretty big deal when you knock off Brentwood in tennis.
1: No doubt about it. And that program has been building. For the last few years, uh, since Coach Lachette has been there, so um, that's a big win. They're going to have to do it again in the postseason when it really counts. I'm sure that's what Brentwood's banking on, but uh, uh, it'd be fun to watch. Hey, what, do they play their home matches at the Williamson County Rec Center? Yes. Yeah, I've seen them out there. That's that's a good that's a good facility to get some good matches in over there.
0: It's a great place to play, as you know, Tate. I consider myself a. Decent recreational tennis player. I've played a few matches out there over over the years.
1: Well, that was going to lead me to my question. How does your match Saturday morning go?
0: Well, uh, I'm sure our viewers will be interested to know. I'm playing a little local tennis league, and by the way, my one of my teammates is Patrick Whitlock. He plays. He plays on that same team. We were rained out, so I'm happy to say I don't get to. I don't have to report any losses.
1: <laughs> one hand or two-handed backhand.
0: I go two hand. There you go. Power. Then
1: that tells me everything
0: I need to know. I'm, I'm I'm kind of a I'm not a big power guy, Tate. I just listen. I was told early on, if you can count to ten on the baseline rallies, you probably won't get to ten. So <laughs> if you can if you can get the ball in, shoot for ten. If you're focused on that, your opponent might mess it up before they get to ten. So I'm kind of a uh, uh, I like the long points. I guess I would say.
1: Very smart.
0: I like it. Maybe we could get
1: some footage of it one day for the viewers.
0: <laughs> no, we would it, we would go from the longest running WCTV program to uh, maybe uh, null and void over. <laughs> <laughs> well, fun to report on. Tate, as always, great to see you. Looking forward to being back in the studio, uh, and we always appreciate our viewers being here too. Uh, I know you're looking forward to being back in the studio as well. Yeah, we'll be back next week. Hey, remember, spring practice starting here in a week or two. That's going to be fun as well. And look for a big Wilco's announcement next week too, Tate.
1: Very excited about that.
0: We appreciate all the viewers being here, joining us for Sports Connection, and we'll see you next time.